in the 30s out here. So somehow, I'm blaming you. Somehow, some way, you got the cold weather here. What, what, what do you call cold? Well, I got news for you. Your body changes when you live, live oh, out here. Oh, God, I got to hear it. Go ahead. Oh, it's like 62 degrees and it's cold? No, it was 30, like 38 today in the morning. It's, it's in the, it's well, here's the thing. Listen, you know, it was 60 degrees on the national holiday Sunday, my birthday. It was 60 degrees on my birthday. Did that snow melt? Did the snow melt? Literally, snow melt. You could see grass in some places. Unbelievable. Yeah, it, it really? On January 31st. Wow. Unbelievable. That it was 60 degrees. I cannot ever remember it being that warm. It's just amazing. Right now, it's 55 degrees. It's, you wouldn't even think we had a blizzard. There's still snow, obviously, everywhere. Um, but I want to tell you one thing. I listened to your last – Stevens just come off the air. And i got to tell you, I'm in agreement. I've now watched a million analysis of the Super Bowl before we get into this week's college basketball. And what happens is the public and the squares, they go, you know, you see these lines go up. And I originally said last week, if you love it at three, at four, buy it down to three. Now what I'm watching is all the professional handicapper, quote-unquote, doing analysis and reports and videos around the world. And now they're saying you got to love Peyton Manning plus the six. Now it's almost like the wise guy opinion is becoming the square opinion. They're all taking the dog points. And now I'm going, wait a second, now it's be, now that's becoming the public side. Now, you know what, he might have a point. Carolina might just trash him. Yeah. Is Mike alongside? Well, if you actually go to johnsyndicate.com, you'll see two iPads. We're both broadcasting live. We now have two live terminals in the office oh, where all your viewers can watch us live. And I actually built him a stand-up trading station like I have and took his chair, Brian. He no longer is allowed to sit. Hello, Michael. Brian, How are you, buddy? Yesterday. I'm doing great. I went to lunch yesterday. I came back, and uh, there was no more desk. There's no more chair. It's just a... Uh, I basically just sit in the corner by myself. Is, is this a new motivational <laughs> tool, John? What, what, what's the? What's the I have not about? had a chair for two and a half years. I refuse to use them. Standing as a way to roll. And I told him this: <laughs> you want to have that motivation, you must keep the blood flowing. Stand, walk, run, jump. But whatever you do, don't sit and slouch all day. Oh, brother, Mike, he's he's he's, he's riding you like a thoroughbred kid. Mike, what do you think of, of the the Super Bowl? A few days out. Um, all the props that are out there, you know, what's the key to the game as you're trying to dissect this? Well, me personally, as a big, you know, as a fan, obviously you got to love Cam Newton and the whole story from this year. But just from him, from a standpoint of what the Denver defense is going to try to use against him, well, they had a stationary quarterback last week with Tom Brady. That's much easier for those two pass rushers and Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware to fly at you. Well, Cam Newton's got a power running game. They got the option offense, and then he could throw it down the field 60 yards. There's really nothing you could do to stop him. It's one of those things you could just hope to contain him. Cam Newton's the polarizing guy, you know, from the prop perspective. But I know, John, you're you're looking at that Denver defense. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I, I always go back to, you know, everybody I've watched and tracked these plays, you know, you, you look for the value on the under, but, you know, what happens is there's no value, your favorite word, because you have a two-week break. So what happens is you, you, the, the, the value is going to be the game within the game, what you and I talk about all year long, which is trading these games 
at halftime and making adjustments when you know they got that halftime party and Coldplay comes out, we're going to be Coldplay and we're going to be running to the window because that's basically where the value is going to be. Watching and observing what these guys do um, and taking care of business. Some of my, you know, that's where I make most of my cash in games like this. Well, in, trading them in, in game real time. Right. In in the, this game specifically with that whatever it is pushing fifty minutes an hour the halftime. The amount right, of money, of the amount of money that's wagered on the second half in this game is off the charts. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And let's talk about. I mean, let's not forget about basketball. Basketball. You know, you look at some of these teams; they've been having great records. This is the time of year when teams come back, come back down to earth. Teams like Baylor last night at home. Teams that you know have these great records. Home team does have an advantage, but obviously, you see good teams like Texas getting the job done, and you see teams have their positions where they can get weak. You look at a compelling matchup tonight. I'm looking at this TCU Oklahoma matchup, 18 and two at home. The line, it's such a big number against TCU. The question is, will they win? Yeah, but will they cover? And I already saw. So you have to look at matchups like this: Duke on the road traveling to Georgia Tech. There's a lot of opportunities with the big name schools, but obviously the small schools. And again, I would tell your clients, if they're your listeners, pick up the phone and call if you have the ability to take advantage of second halves. This is a time of year where you can absolutely make a fortune. And uh, look at the Spurs last night. If you're a square, I think Mike would they, they did not cover by one point. You can get burned. These line makers are making tight lines in this NBA basketball. There's no doubt about it. And Mike, I would even throw out, like and John's mentioning, the halftimes in college hoops. There are opportunities. You're sitting there watching a game, and a team, they may have only scored, you know, 50 in the first half, but if you're sitting there watching a the game, and they had like five in and outs, uh, and a bunch of turnovers, but all of a sudden you look and they scored 37 of those 50 points in the last eight minutes and a half. Obviously, they figured it out. And now all of a sudden the game's kind of what you thought it was. You'll get that opportunity to maybe get a lower halftime number. So and, and you get so many opportunities on a nightly basis in college basketball. Brian, can you give me the Buffalo Northern Illinois winner no. tonight? Come on, baby. No, nothing. Come on, one winner. Kent State. <laughs> Kent State and Georgetown. Uh, there's a good teams getting points on. But you know that's your backyard, by the way. Uh, you know George, yes. Georgetown is. And it's like a college uh, football team trying to become bowl eligible. George, they're thirteen and nine against a fourteen and seven. Yeah, yep. but Georgetown right now, and there are fifteen teams out like out there like this. You would call them a bubble team that they're looking for that resume building win on the road. So you know they need a game more than a Butler does. So motivation becomes part of this. Yeah, and you see these games steam up early in the day, and you know a lot of people, I have no idea what they're steaming up on, obviously, in the East Coast. You know, I, I question a lot of these early moves in college basketball, which is why if I'm making a straight play, I wait till very late. And again, like I said, Michigan, same scenario. That's going to be a battle royale tonight, 17-5 and five against 18-4. and four. And as you know, these are the games that I like to stay away from because I don't see a lot of, as we say, value. So again, I'm looking forward to this weekend's Super Bowl again. The trading the game within the game with the extended halftime is where I'm going to look to explore and make my money with the game. And uh, I'll be back before you break, February 23rd. I'll be here with you live next week on the phone, but then the following week I'll be in studio with you live. 888-201-4201. You get hold of John and apparently Mike, who will be walking around the office to answer the phone call. No, no chairs. You got that. All right, fellas. Hey, enjoy the big game. Have a great week. 
I'll talk to you soon. All right, John from johnsidica.com along with Mike, 888-201-4201. Good stuff today. Thanks to Tony Miller for checking in, Darren Banks from the D, uh, and Mark Lawrence from playbook.com to get the fun started. Thanks to Al for a great job. All right, we're on the road. That's the deal the rest of the week. Tomorrow we're over at the Superbook. Buy our annual prop special, Jeff Sherman. I'll see if Jay's going to be there. Busy week for him. Uh, Andy Isco's going to swing by. Uh, and then Thursday, we're at Oasis with Vinnie Maliulo and friends, 4955 South Decatur, home of the $100,000 jackpot. Great gaming promotion. Uh, second location for them, North Rainbow and Cheyenne. But we'll be at Trop and Decatur uh, coming up on Thursday. And then Friday, we wrap it up with Tony Miller, Aaron Kessler, and Oscar Goodman downtown at the Golden Nuggets. going to be a great week leading into the big game. And big news, the Dodgers again, AM 1400 KSHP. We'll give you all the details on that. Thanks to Al for a great job. Show's archives, sportsbookradio.com. Have a great day, folks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow from the Superbook over at the Westgate. 